today on Contravariance, we have a very special guest. We speak about four different conferences. This is Contravariance, a podcast on Swift, programming, and other topics. Good morning, Benedict. Good morning, Bas. It's so nice to see you again. Yeah, I haven't seen you in like three weeks. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because you were gone on conferences. And you were gone... Me? No. ...on conferences. Well, I was also sick. Well, on I've also not been feeling great, but now we're back again. <laughs> yes. From a lot of conferences. From a lot of conferences. And we are not alone. We're not alone. So, why are we not alone? I think there's a... Well, because we've been at... I think, I think there's another conference, uh, conference guy, isn't it? There is. And what's his name? I think it's uh, it's Antoine. Maybe uh, maybe I've, I've seen you both at conferences in the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. But but can you tell me some more? Like, who is this Antoine? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be here at first. Um, I'm Antoine, Antoine van der Leij, working at WeTransfer, um, but probably also known from uh, my personal blog, Swiftly. Um, yeah, so that's me. It's so great to have you on here, and it's so great to have met you again. Um, and now we're here with the three of us. Yeah, as some context, um, Antoine gave really good um, combined talks and workshops in the past couple of weeks, which is where many people might have seen him. But I think we'll go over that, right? Let's yeah. do that, yeah. All right, so we want to start with conference one out of four <laughs> and the funny thing is we've all been at two out of four of these conferences yeah so one person or two persons can ask questions to another person about the conferences oh yes yeah so we begin with the first one that was SwiftConf in Cologne yeah yeah that was like more than a month ago I think I'm not sure at this point um, but that was really nice that I was lucky to go there um, because I was giving a talk there that it was supposed to give at a conference in Budapest and that unfortunately uh, like didn't didn't happen. Um, and I shared that on Twitter saying, hey, you know, I'm planning to give this talk, but the conference is canceled. Maybe there's someone else that's interested in this talk. And then I was reached out to by SwiftConf uh, and was able to go there. Oh, that's there. great. That's cool. What, what was uh, the talk about, Abbas? So the talk was on uh, puzzle solving and algorithms, um, looking into the 15 puzzle. And we've talked about that previously on the podcast. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's this square puzzle with uh, 15 uh, like squares out of 16 so there's one empty square and then you mix the puzzle up and then you solve it from there cool <laughs> that sounds really interesting is it uh is it like a recorded talk do they do that there or yes it's recorded um, i haven't seen any videos being posted online mm -hmm. yet um, but they are expected to be released awesome okay but um i have no idea what this conference is about um i think i heard it the name for the first time here. Um, do you have like any things coming up in mind? What makes this conference uh, a great conference? 
Oh, for sure. So it's a conference in Cologne, first of all. Uh, and it was actually the first time that I've been there. So Cologne is in Germany. Even though I live in Germany, I, I hadn't been to, to Cologne yet. Many cities in Germany. Oh, for sure. But Cologne is one of the, you know, bigger ones. Uh, but yeah, and it was, I think the first thing that like stuck with me was when I entered the city by train, it's this beautiful view of the city. Um, and you have this really nice cathedral just next to the train station that was recommended by two friends of me saying like, hey, you should get out of the train and go and take a look. Because I was like, I, I know, I'm just going to go to the next train and go to uh, go to the conference directly. But I was super happy that I, you know, got out of the train with some super nice weather and, and had a look around. And then when it comes to the conference, um, this year for the first time they did workshops. Uh, so they, it's a combination of talks and workshops. And that was really nice. So I gave a workshop on accessibility there which is always a good time, being able to show people accessibility features, etc. And what I particularly liked is that there was quite the focus on non-technical talks, or at least like they might have been technical, but not like focusing deep into like a technical subject. Um, so one of them was on game design as well, which is you know still technical, but it's something completely different from, mm -hmm. from Swift. And it was also a talk by Maxim Kramer on why we tell stories. And that was also a really, really good talk. Yeah, this seems to be more kind of a trend as well, right? I think uh, we'll go over the other conferences later, but we've seen this in, uh, in other conferences as well. Um, although it, I wonder what you, you both think about that. But when I proposed like a talk, which is a bit less technical, I had the idea that it's harder to get it through the proposals. Yeah, I've had that feeling as well, where some conferences even like explicitly state like, "Hey, we want to only have technical right. talks." Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Which is curious because I'm wondering like, what their reasoning behind that is. I would expect that, you know, those are conferences that aren't happening for the first time. So I'm assuming that's also based on what people want. But I really liked uh, having both of those kind of talks. Maybe one reason is that it's a bit more difficult to assess a non-technical talk just by the title. Because if somebody proposes something about, let's say, Catalyst or Combine, you as a developer working on a conference like that, you kind of know what this is about. But so if somebody comes with something entirely different, that is maybe more difficult to, to, to see if this would be a good talk. Yeah, yeah, it could definitely be. Um, I think last year I had a proposal and I sent it through three conferences, didn't work out. And then I adjusted the title to uh, include Xcode in the title. And I think I had two conferences uh, uh, accepting it. But I mean, it, it could also definitely be something else, right? It's so always uh, the question, is the description enough and, and so on and so on. Yeah, for sure. And then a bit of yeah. luck and a bit of that and a bit of this. Uh, so definitely. What would you say was the ratio regarding technical and non-technical talks at Swift Cologne, SwiftConf? Um, so the for like, that's based on a feeling, but I would say like 60% technical, 40% non-technical. So it was quite 
heavily like non-technical although like i said it's not necessarily like non-technical um but yeah I, i i really like that and there was one more thing that i absolutely loved what they did is before the conference started they basically posted like a teaser every day and it was a movie poster every time so it was a movie poster like they changed the title of the movie um to like something based on the title but like xcode related or swift related and they made this really cool posters and we didn't only just get one of those posters as the speakers but everyone like all attendees also got like a few of those posters as postcards and i found that to be such a great idea because then you can still like send that to somebody and like you know it has a bit of reference to the conference so you can send it to your your developer friends and then like guerrilla market the that's conference. really cool that's that's unique as well it almost feels like uh like their own identity is, is it something like do they do something with videos or well, how, how come like video posters is it what is the reason uh i don't know it was i think it was an idea by at least one of the designers from mm-hmm. the company so it's Organize the company. The conference is organized by a company called uh, Seven Principles, and one of the designers was involved to to do that. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think it worked. I, I've seen them around on Twitter as well. So, um, yeah, in terms of promoting the conference, I think it did a really uh, really good job. Yeah, and then met some great people, and I think we'll mention some people throughout this episode. You know that will get repeating, not just us, but also others. Uh, So it was quite a surprise that I met uh, a colleague, or now an ex-colleague, Michael. And he just came up to me and he was like, hey, boss. And like, it took a second to was like, oh, yeah, I know you. Because he was working from Barcelona, so it's not like I was seeing him every day. And I had some great talks with him. And Mr. Daniel Steinberg was there. So that was always nice to to catch up with him. Uh, I saw Katharina again, who I met first at Swift Island. So yeah, that was that was really nice getting together again with people that I've that I'd seen before uh, and met again there. Regarding the conference, um, is there anything happening after the talks are over? Is it like a community program? What does what is the structure of the conference? Right, so the the conference is held at the company, which is super nice, actually. It's a really nice space. Uh, Also means that it's relatively intimate, right? Like, there's not space for, like, 400 400 people. Um, And there was a a dinner organized at the day before. Uh, Well, that was, like, not officially organized, but it was, like, organized by by the MC. Uh, And a bunch of people came there. <clears throat> and then on the first day of the conference uh, there was like on the rooftop of the of the company there was this dinner so it was i don't i don't remember what it was but it was a really nice really nice dinner there was the dinner for all attendees or just for the speakers no 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 it was for all attendees okay. yeah and then after the second day, I went home rather early. I think some people went into the city, but yeah. 
so that about sums up SwiftConf. Okay, so the next conference we then have in our chronolog chronological order would be NS Spain, right? NS Spain. Yes, NS Spain, <laughs> which is where I went. And um, I have to say, I'm a fan of NS Spain. You can see that because this was my fourth year that I've been attending, and I'm also planning to attend again next year. Um, for those that don't know, is NS Spain obviously is in Spain, but it's not in one of the major hub cities like Barcelona or Madrid. It's in Logroño, which is a bit far away from everywhere. You can fly to Bilbao, but then it's still a roughly two hour ride or one hour ride, I think one and a half hours to Logroño, or you fly to Barcelona or Madrid. And it's a four hour train ride to, to get there. So however you cut it, it takes you some time to get there. <clears throat> the upside is that since nobody really lives there, everybody basically after the talks are over also heads into the city and there are only a couple of places in the city where everybody can go. Like there are a couple of streets where you find all the tapas bars, which means that after the talks are over, you find all the speakers and attendees in the same couple of tapas streets where you, you basically just stand around, you walk around, you, you switch groups and you easily meet all the people. In addition to that, the conference also really tries hard to come up with some sort of program um, so that all the attendees and speakers um, have something to do during uh, the time of the conference. So on the first day, everybody together goes to the winery. So they, the conference organizers, they order a couple of buses and then everybody is uh, brought to a huge winery. And it's usually around 300 people at the conference. Um, and then there's a tour through the winery. Um, and in the end, there's a huge room where food is served and unlimited wine is served. And then basically everybody is in there and uh, drinks wine, eats food and has nice conversations. And the cool part about that is that nobody can leave because the buses don't, don't leave yet. So basically everybody is in there. And if you know there's a certain speaker you wanted to talk to or a certain person, you can rest assured he's still there in 30 minutes. He can't go. And so you can still have a nice conversation that you're currently having. And then you know, okay, let's, let me go and see if I can find him. It's really nice. Um, and the rest of the conference is similar because after the conference ends, there's a wine festival in the city, the biggest of the year. And so that's also, again, where you find all the other people from the conference sitting in the tapas bars again. So it's a very, very social conference that's really nice. And um, I didn't give a talk or anything. I just went there to meet people, to enjoy the conference. Um, and there were also really good talks this year. I It's, it's always tricky to... Um, To, to pick talks and I don't really want to do that because I think all talks are good but if you have limited time and you only can watch a couple of talks um, Marina Gordonosteva gave a fantastic talk about layout margins um, that's really good and then uh, Vincent Prade gave a really good talk about property wrappers um, and now I think I'm going to watch her name um, Eleni Papalenikopoulou gave a talk about uh, RX unit testing. Um, but the cool thing about that one is even if you don't do RX, you can still learn a lot from that that you could use with Combine because they're very similar in many areas. Yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, I, th I think I met Luis, uh, the organizer of NS Spain, five years ago. And I told him I will uh, attend NS Spain this year. And I didn't. And I didn't the next year, and I didn't the next year. I still didn't attend it, but man. Well, I attended yeah, for you. Yeah, I feel so missed out. I heard so many great stories about the NS Spain. I think everybody is positive about that that conference. 
All right, so can we make, uh, you know, what am I looking a for? A pledge? You want to make a deal? Yeah, can we, can we, well, a deal. Can we make a deal that we, like, all three of us will be there exactly. next year? Okay, I mean, let's do that. Luis? Luis? All right. <laughs> do you hear us? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard some good things about the talks. Uh, I actually was also talking with Marina and she was super excited about giving the talk and I, I watched it because the, I think all the videos are already out yeah. or at least most of them. Yeah, I think all of them are out by now. It's some, some amazing video work. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's the same videographers from App Builders and, and other conferences. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. Um, did Finsa show anything other than property wrappers? <laughs> um, no, I think it was a long list of various property wrapper examples. Well, no, he also gave a lightning <laughs> talk um, where he showcased the funny pictures from his Twitter account, um, like Xcode developer pictures, I forgot the name. So this is uh, iOS <coughs> underscore memes. And if you ever meet Finsa, you will probably know because he will tell yeah, you about definitely. it. Definitely. <laughs> um, I, I, I think we, we will hear this name later on when we go over another conference. Oh, yeah. for sure. And we will also add his Twitter account to the uh, show notes if you want to have a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what What I find great about NS Spain? Um, they don't know the dates before they know the dates of the wine festival. So th they're <laughs> waiting for those dates to be announced. And then they plan the festival just before that festival, uh, before that wine festival. So you can actually attend the wine festival directly after. Um, isn't, isn't that like... That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's like they're waiting, waiting, waiting. People are asking when is going in Spain going to happen, and they can't say because yeah, they don't know. Exactly. <laughs> but but when is the the wine festival announced? Um, usually, I think the announcement happens around April. Okay, so that's pretty like late. Yeah. And so this year um, they announced the conference, like the dates, and start started to sell tickets um, and the tickets were sold out even before they announced a single speaker. So if you listen to this podcast and you think, man, I want to go to Spain next year, get some Mediterranean tapas and so on, um, be advised that the tickets sell out fast. All right. And then after Spain, there was a certain conference in Poland and there were certain two people that attended that conference. Maybe they can tell something about it. Do you want to start on one? Yeah, sure thing. Um, yeah, so a fun, uh, fun story is uh, I have a friend here in the Netherlands. It's uh, Donny. And uh, Donny is speaking a lot as well. And we once said like a year ago, uh, let's try to get in a plane to a conference together uh, where we both speak. Um, well, you can guess that happened at MobiConf. So uh, we were both in the plane to MobiConf. But... Um, the conference itself, it's, I had a great experience. I met a lot of great speakers there. Um, it's well organized. I think it was the sixth edition. Um, and you can see that they, they, they knew what they were doing. We got like a bus from the ho hotel to the conference. The conference was built up in four stages. And the great thing about it was that every stage had its own like topic. So you had an iOS track, an Android track, uh, UX UI design track and everything mobile track. 
which basically means like everything related to mobile, but not per se related to the three other tracks. And that was that was pretty great because you could like go out for a different talk and be inspired by a whole different story than you would otherwise see if you would go to the iOS track all day. And the thing I really liked is that you had like a break after every talk. And that allows you to meet up with a lot of people, hang out. Um, You're not that tired from like sitting at a talk for three hours in a row. Um, It felt really like laid back uh, in a sense. Which uh, which really helped uh, make my conference experience at MobiConf a lot better. Um, so yeah, what do you think, uh, Benedict? Because I think I saw you there, right? <laughs> yes, I think I also saw you and Donny there. <laughs> um, the interesting part is that it's held in a cinema, and so the atmosphere is really nice because it's basically you have these really nice um, cinema chairs as an attendee, and then the screen is huge. I, I don't think I ever gave a presentation on a talk this big before. Um, and so everything is very professional. And I, I also, as you say, I really like the pauses after each talk, even though twice I missed the talk after because I ended up in a conversation in the pause and that was so interesting that I forgot to go to the next talk and at some point I was like, where is everybody? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the next talk has already begun. But that only is only positive, a positive statement about the conference because there were so many interesting people to exactly. talk about. Um, there was also a bit of um, program after the conference. So there was the, they called it a party, but basically everybody went to a nice nice bar. I forgot the name of it. And um, there we had beer and um, and talked. And it, it was also nice because you, you meet a couple of people that you hadn't seen before because people always go into the conference rooms and, and out of the conference rooms. Um, I, yeah, and it was very professionally organized. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, this this conference took place in Krakow, by the way, Poland. Um, um, I think the city. It's. It, uh, did you do the the, the city tour, uh, Benedict, as well? No. So the first evening, I I missed it. That was when it, when yeah. you did it when it was raining, and then I wanted to do it on the uh, the second time, but then I, too late. I realized that I was already on the plane when yeah. it happened. Like going out exactly. of Krakow. Yeah, so the the, the, the conference yeah. organized a city tour where you would go around the city and see all the yeah all the history of Krakow. Um, so I, only for that, I can only recommend going there. It's such a beautiful city. But um, yeah, the screen like the the screen in the theater was so big. I think uh, we had jokes that like I'm two meters long, but you couldn't see it because I was even I was small at that screen. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. You basically don't see the speaker. No. It's just this huge screen. And if you have uh, slides with a white background, then basically there's nothing else to see except for the screen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Go ahead, Buzz. I mean, that sounds like a bit of a shame. I don't know if it's a huge issue, but no, it's it's good because people focus on the slides and on the content on there. So it, I think yeah, it's it didn't hurt too much. Um, yeah, you could you could quite focus on the talk itself, and if you want to see the speaker, you could still see him. So, yeah, yeah, that was a really good conference. And as you said about Krakow, I was impressed. Like I had heard before that Krakow was beautiful, but I was still blown away by how beautiful Krakow is. Really, a yeah. nice city. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I did had a new uh, new experience there. Um, so. As, as told before, I did a combined workshop, um, and this time I had to do it in a cinema. 
which is quite a different setup than we're used to like um, at conferences like Swift Island. Um, so what I did is I went live coding there and I think 10 minutes before the end, I was pretty sure I had the code perfectly typed in and I was running the app and what it basically should do is you search for GitHub repositories and uh, you would get the results in a search results controller, but I didn't get any results. And I was like, this, this should work. So I added a print statement and then it worked. Like you do. <laughs> yeah, like, like you do. <laughs> but then it worked and I was like, a print statement shouldn't make it work. Like that doesn't change anything. <laughs> but it was live coding and I had like 100 people in front of me. So I was honest with them and we started debugging. And then it turned out that I hit the, the, the GitHub API rate limit because um, I was not the only one on the, uh, on the network because I had a few participants in the audience uh, doing the code workshop with me. But it, it took a while and it was 10 minutes before the end. I was like, come on, I almost reached it. <laughs> it's, oh, wow. it's fascinating how many things can go wrong when you do live coding. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like all the vectors of things that can happen that you maybe didn't think exactly. before. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good experience to learn from. Oh, yeah. So, well, the funny thing is that I had, had a few uh, people coming over to me after the talk and they said they were really happy uh, that it happened. Because the thing is, you have to debug it like you would no normally debug it. So they learned quite a lot, like how I did that, how I solved it, and how I figured out that it was uh, the rate limit. So uh, so now you have a debugging talk or, conf uh, or workshop Yeah, exactly. Up. And, uh, or just a normal workshop, and I will pretend that I hit the rate limit. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, we had French Kit. Oh, yes. Where, More wine. Where the two of you attended. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty intense. Uh, I think I, I flew on Saturday from uh, Krakow to Perry, and uh, I, met, I met you quite, f quite fast, uh, Bas. You were uh, sitting in the lounge. Um, but I think we can both only be uh, positive about it, right? Yeah. Um, so I flew on Sunday way too early <laughs> because, uh, like, I had my flight at six or so, but there's there were also construction uh, works going on in Hamburg, so I had to leave in early. Uh, and then we met, yeah, we met in the in the lobby at like eleven or so uh, on a grey and rainy in a grey and rainy Paris. Yeah. But the conference was amazing. Um, it was the third time that I've been there. I think the fourth time that they do the conference. Uh, and was, what was super impressive this year is that they switched venues. And this venue was amazing. And not only was the venue just amazing, but it also held about twice the amount of attendees. And they sold out. How many attendees were there? Do you know, Antoine? I think it was around 400. Yeah, something like that they, uh, they said at least, yeah. So that's, that's super impressive. Um, and unfortunately, I wasn't feeling too well, so I had to like skip the ambassador activities, which were happening on Sunday. So the conference was on Monday and Tuesday, and on Sunday there were 
some people from Paris or France uh, that came up with ideas uh, that you could join to do. So I was planning to get like a nice lunch with people, uh, but unfortunately had to had to skip that. And I think you went into the city with your colleagues, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Boris, a colleague from me, uh, grew up in uh, in Paris, so he knows exactly where to go in the city. And my other colleague Kyra joined me as well, so we were there with the whole, uh, whole iOS team. Um, we're, we're only with three at the at we transfer. Um, but uh, yeah, he took us through the city, uh, and I think in two hours we saw everything that we had to see without going in. Um, that's the, the fastest way to go through the city. Uh, but but I think um, it's really nice what they did. They organized more or less the same for all the uh, attendees. I think for all the attendees, right? Or was it only for the speakers? I'm not so sure. The ambassador yeah. stuff? Yeah, that was for yeah, everyone. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I asked my colleague uh, Boris like uh, about those activities, and apparently they were really, uh, really good in the sense that it was touristic, but as well non-touristic if you would like to. So you could also go to a region in Paris where you wouldn't go uh, if you're not from uh, from Paris. So uh, yeah, it was pretty cool that they organized that. Yeah, and then that evening we had a really great speaker dinner. I found that super nice. Uh, so we went to this pub, and Antoine and, and me went together uh, on these uh, steps, which was like the first time yeah. I did that. These scooter yeah, scooter the things, yeah, yeah. And it was this like we went in there, and it was like, oh, this is just a pub. Like, okay. And then they were like, no, no, we need to go downstairs. And there was this secluded area, and it basically like fit us exactly. And it was really really nice. Uh, and I had some really great talks there with people. Uh, it's where, I mean, we met uh, Chris Eithoff, like was the first time meeting Chris, uh, and that was that was super nice. Uh, Peter was there, Peter Steinberger, uh, Olivier uh, Harrigan, Hannigan, Harrigan. Uh, yeah, so that that was that was great as well, um, and some good yeah, food. Yeah, the, the great thing about that setup was that, like. Um, we we had a quite uh, some speaker dinner experiences so far, and and oftentimes you're sitting at a table at a quite fixed position, so you would only speak with the people sitting next to you more or less or in front of you, and having like a sort of like a pub kind of area allows you to walk around easily. We had some pub food, uh, sausages and, and and cheese, good good bottles of wine. Um, it was a really great setup to just walk around and talk with everybody uh, and, and meet all the speakers. Uh, I really like that part, yeah. Right. And then what about the conference, Antoine? Yeah, so uh, unlike you, uh, this was my first time, first time at French Kit, but I had a really great experience. I think I didn't uh, give a talk there. I did a classroom, as they call it, at French Kit, but I was quite jealous on, uh, on the people speaking in front of uh, 400 people in that great uh, Same. theater. It really looked great. Um, yeah, and a short shout out to the organizers as well. I think they did a great job. They uh, had a very tight schedule, uh, a bit less breaks compared to Mobicon, for example. But they managed to stay, uh, stay on schedule. And I think that helped making it a great conference experience. Yeah, I, th I think that definitely makes 
a difference, at least like unconsciously. Like if you can keep to the schedule, that gives you a lot of, you know, like it gives you a good feeling and you don't feel like, you don't feel bad for the organizers or like are not really sure when the next talk starts, yeah. etc. cetera. Uh, so I think they did really well. Yeah, there. exactly. And uh, yeah, we uh, we discussed shortly that Vincel did a presentation at NSPain uh, and another presentation at NSPain. Well, the same thing happened at FriendsKit, um, but for good reasons. What they did this year, I think it was new, uh, was Swift Builds, um, which basically means that they would do like a short talk in between two other talks, like a five minutes presentation, where you would get like a very simple Swift-related or Swift server-related tip, which you could directly use in your day-to-day -day job. Um, I found it really, uh, really helpful and interesting. Yeah, I found those yeah, fun. Right? Definitely. Um, but you gave a workshop. What did you give a workshop on? Yeah, so what I basically did this year, I uh, prepared a workshop for uh, Swift Island and I decided to do it at uh, other conferences as well, um, as it takes quite some time to prepare a workshop. So what I did uh, at Transkit was the same, where I had a combined workshop, which you can also find online if you want to do it. Um, and it basically contains four steps to complete and it builds up in terms of like how hard it is to implement combine in Swift. It's simply combined combined with UIKit. Uh, very simple, but I think the more advanced people who were experienced with Rx Swift uh, found it quite hard to reach step four as well and finish step four. So uh, so yeah, it was, it was really great to do it. Um, I did it together with Florent. Florent um, is one of the uh, co-authors co of the Ray Wenderly combined book. Um, yeah, we had a great experience. People uh, people liked the workshop and uh, it was fun to do. But how about you, uh, Bas? You did a workshop as well, right? Yeah, so I did the same as you. Um, as in, I took the workshop that I gave at Swift Island to FrenchKit. Um, so I gave a workshop on iPadOS. And specifically what we looked into is multi-window support. Uh, and then not just starting from an iOS 13 project, but I really wanted to make it so that people feel like, hey, I can take this to work uh, or I can take this to my, to my personal project. Uh, so it was also focusing on, okay, what if you have your iPad app on iOS 12? Like, what do I need to do to get there? So it was a really hands-on uh, workshop with a bit of time at the end to look into your own app and basically already start looking into, okay, what is necessary to get this to my own app and get this in the end into the App Store. And how, how did it go? Did they uh, make like, uh, implementations in their own app as well? Was there time for that? Or? Yeah, so there wasn't that much time because the workshops were only like one and a half hours versus two hours at Swift Island. But I had some great talks with people and it seemed like the people were thinking about it. Uh, so hopefully I gave them enough of a head start to to take that to the next level. Yeah, yeah. And that's also something with conferences, right? It's, it's not only about talks, but it's also about meeting people and having great conversations. <laughs>